This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon, this is Marshall Davis, and today I'm going to talk about aging and enlightenment. I'm coming up on my 70th birthday in about a month or so, and I had originally been planning to have a, a birthday party with family and with friends to celebrate this milestone. After all, at, at this age you never know how many more decade birthdays you're going to have. But the pandemic has put a damper on that idea. And as a result, the, my birthday has taken on a more contemplative uh, aspect. I have been thinking about how aging relates to the spiritual life. And in fact, aging helps us in spirituality. It is an aid to what we call spiritual awakening or enlightenment, what Christians refer to as eternal life the kingdom of God, or salvation, we can see the value of aging in the four classical Indian stages of life called ashramas. The first is the student, which corresponds to childhood and early adulthood. The second is the householder, which is adulthood through middle age. The third is retirement where I am now. In classical Indian culture, retirement was seen as a time to dedicate oneself more fully to the spiritual life. In ancient times, people actually retired into the forest to devote themselves to spiritual practice. Today, Indians don't usually do this, but it remains a Hindu ideal. Most Americans do not even pretend to make retirement about the spiritual life. Americans who can afford to retire, use retirement to catch up on all the things that they wanted to do earlier in life but did not have the time or money to do. They go on cruises and they take trips around the world and they catch up on hobbies or they start a second career or they move to some place warm where they can golf and fish or play tennis or dine out with friends or do whatever it is that they want to do. Eat, drink, and be merry. As the preacher, the retired preacher, you might say, of Ecclesiastes advises, it is very often about nurturing ourselves. Not always. There are many elders who devote themselves to serving others. And church life and retirement, I have been blessed with a lot of these folks in my churches over the years. Today, most churches I go to are filled with old people. There are hardly any young people. That is especially true, it seems, whenever we go to visit Florida churches. But it's true here in New Hampshire as well. So there are those seniors, as we are called, who make religious activities an important part of our lives. But increasingly, people my age cannot afford to retire and they must continue in the householder 
phase of life, at least part-time. There are some people who can afford to retire, but they choose not to. Instead, they choose to continue in the second stage of life for as long as they possibly can. They can't really imagine their lives without work. There is a fourth stage in classical Indian thought. It is called renunciation and goes beyond retirement. It involves fully embracing the spiritual goal of liberation full-time. It was thought that an elderly Hindu would adopt a, a life of monastic-style vows, taking on voluntary poverty and spending all of one's time and energy in seeking enlightenment. So that means that two out of the four stages of classic Indian life were devoted to the spiritual quest. How different than the modern American approach to the final decades of our lives. The reality is that aging provides great advantages for those who take the spiritual dimension of life seriously. Spiritual life is about seeing through the ego, not catering to its whims. It is seeing who and what we really are, not trying to hold on to youth and this temporary appearance in time and space. The natural aging process helps us in this because it's all about letting go and shedding these illusions. Aging is about letting go of all those things that we are not, and in so doing, discovering what we really are. It's no longer about gaining or accumulating or achieving. Remember the saying back in the 1980s, he who dies with the most toys wins. Well, at this point in life, hopefully we have outgrown toys, although it seems that many older people have not. Aging is about letting go and simplifying. In many ways, aging is about loss. We lose our hair, or at least our hair color, unless we want to retain the illusion of youth by coloring our hair. We lose our hearing. As soon as I retired, I got hearing aids. I probably should have gotten them a few years earlier, but I was in denial about my need for them. We lose our memory, at least our short-term memory. It's harder to learn new things and remember new things. We lose friends and family members to death. We attend more funerals than weddings. We realize one day that we are the oldest members of our extended family. We lose friends when they move away. We cannot do things physically quite as well as we were once able to. And we begin to have more health issues. As we grow even older, there's often, eventually, the loss of independence. This might involve the loss of our home if we have to move out of it. Aging is one loss after another. Retirement involves loss. When I retired four years ago, there was loss. 
I was somebody for 40 years when I was a full-time pastor. I was at the center of church life, the head of the spiritual community, and an important figure in the life of the town and the wider community. And then when I retired, all of a sudden, I wasn't important. I was on the fringe. I sat in a pew instead of stood behind the pulpit. My vocation used to be an important part of my identity. Who was I if I was not a pastor? I felt like I was nobody. And that realization turned out to be the greatest blessing of my life. It was not until I retired that unitive awareness really began to become a more regular part of my seeing. Only when I became nobody could I see clearly. The ego builds up a strong illusion of being somebody, of having to be somebody. And we buy into this illusion. We want it to last forever. We build monuments to our illusion complete with titles and degrees and money and possessions and the respect of others. And people try to continue this persona indefinitely by putting the names on buildings or on endowment funds or scholarships or at least names on a park bench and our gravestones. We want to be remembered after we die. We do not want to disappear. So we strive for celebrity or fame or power or recognition or influence. It's all illusion. The whole idea of being a separate personal self is illusion. We are not permanent. And all of the monuments and awards and achievements and world recognition is not going to change that. It just makes it harder for us to acknowledge the reality. The blessing of aging is that it does for us what we are unwilling to do. It sheds the illusions that we are somebody. We are not. We are a mist or a vapor, as the book of Ecclesiastes says. In the end, we disappear. I remember a woman in one of my churches who, after church one Sunday, as people were shaking my hand and they were going out the door, she said to me, I am disappearing. It was not until I went by her house and visited her later that week that I found out that what she meant was that she was dying. I'm of the age now when a lot of people that I have known are disappearing. One day they're here. The next day they've died, and I never see them again. Many religions try to mitigate that by pretending that the separate self survives death in some way. But the harsh truth is that it doesn't. That self is impermanent by nature, just like our bodies, because it is a product of our bodies, of our brains. Now, there is life after death, but it's not existence as separate selves. It is being the eternal self, the true self, the divine self, what we normally call Christ or God. The aging process is, is about shedding the small self, 
with all its identity issues and its attachments. It's about dying to self, dying before we die. So physical death does not catch us unprepared. Paul said, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Aging is about dying to self, being crucified with Christ, as Paul says, in living to God. It is about losing ourselves, that we might find ourselves losing our lives to save our lives. That's what Jesus said. He who seeks to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will find it. Aging makes that process easier. Aging is a natural part of life just like dying, which is the ultimate loss and letting go. And we don't have to do anything to bring this about. All we have to do is not fight it and not consider death and aging to be enemies. They are actually friends of the spiritual life. They are spiritual teachers if we allow them to be. It's no accident that the four sights that set Siddhartha Gautama on the path to enlightenment, to becoming the Buddha, were all parts of the process of aging. If you are familiar with Buddhist tradition, those four sights were first an old person that he saw, and then a sick person, and then a dead person, and then a monk, a person who had dedicated himself wholeheartedly to the spiritual life. There is reason why most societies in history have honored elders as those with spiritual wisdom. If we do not fight it or ignore it, aging brings wisdom. Our earthly lives open up to eternal life. They are seen to be eternal now. That is a little bit of wisdom from a man soon to be 70 years old. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net my blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.